All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, well, I guess now we're ready. Okay, thanks. Okay, good morning. October the 29th, 2023. I'm Glenn Broadwater filling in for Pastor Brent Biller, who I forgot to uh, mention him. We need to give him and Sandra traveling mercies because they're visiting family today, well, yesterday and early today, and then I guess they're on their way back, so need to keep them in mind also. Uh, I'm going to start off with a little human history story. Uh, some folks I know not fans of history, so just kind of your eyes will glaze over for a couple minutes here till I finish it, but it makes a point when I get to the end here. So, early in the 20th century, the United States decided that they were going to tackle a great evil in this country, one that most of us call demon rum, tying it in with demons out there. So, of course, January 1916, three-quarters of the states ratified the 18th Amendment to prohibit alcohol in the United States. And then in 1919, Congress passed the Volstead Act, which was the actual law that gave law enforcement the, uh, the regulations, the restrictions, and also the ability to enforce prohibition. So, of course, over the next 14 years, human nature being what it is, almost totally ignored the law. Uh, alcohol consumption continued relatively unpeded unimpeded, criminal activity increased that time because, of course, everybody wanted to supply the demand and they wanted to cash in on all the money that was being made by the illicit trade. Sounds very familiar to what goes on today, unfortunately, about other things. But at the end of 1933, the state saw that this was a losing battle they passed the 21st Amendment, which ended prohibition. And the point of this whole story was this great experiment, which was going to show that the law could make men good, had failed. It, it did not change anything. It just made a mess out of everything. So, so now, tying this into the Bible, of course, from the time of Adam to Moses, there was no law, but once Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt, he, he through God, came up with the, um, the law. And, of course, started off with the Ten Commandments, and then they continued on so that every aspect of life was laid out, that the, the Israelites would... would hopefully do better than what they were by themselves. And, of course, the law was only for the Israelites, which it was pointed out in Deuteronomy 5, 2, and 3. Gentiles didn't want any parts of the law, and it was not meant for them. God wanted his people to be separate, have different set of rules, so that's why he laid out the law. So, again... Uh, the law first started in Exodus 20 with, again, uh, reciting of the Ten Commandments. 
And at that time, if Israel was a holy nation, God would have just said the laws and he knew it would have been done. He wouldn't have to, he would have just said, don't kill somebody, and that was the end of it. But, but as he knew, uh, man, because of their sin nature, was not going to follow the laws, no matter how much he hoped. And so, starting in Exodus 21, he was already laying out, God was already laying out what penalties were going to be for breaking the law. So, again, if you lay out the law and you've already laid out the penalties, God knew that there was, this was not going to be successful, unfortunately. And, of course, the penalty part deals with the aftermath of breaking the law. Um, just having the law itself, again, doesn't stop anybody's actions. So God laid out the penalties so that everybody knew what it was going to happen. And again, it's the same in uh, secular life. Between God and man, all nations have laws covering just about every aspect of life. But again, laws don't stop human activity. People are going to do what they do. Either their emotions overtake their thinking and they just do what they want to do, or some people just don't worry about the consequences. Um, again, some of them, their conscience is seared that they, you and I may have a conscience that says, don't do this, but some people, that little part has turned off, and they just go on their merry way. Uh, for example, maybe not everybody likes to hear it, but Inmates in prison who are on often extended sentences for murder or whatever will kill their cellmates over some trivial thing, and it's not, it doesn't seem to bother them. Eh. It's, I'm going to do what I want. The system can't hurt me any more than they already have. I'm here for life or whatever, so what do I care? Uh, now, again, those, those sort of people don't take into account the eternal consequences of their actions. You know, okay, man's not going to do anything more to me, but sooner or later you, you have to answer. I mean, that's a standard thing, you know, in every religion, not just ours, although this is the one we're focused on, but all religions. You have to pay at some point. You're just not going to get through life doing whatever you want to do and then I'm going to go to my eternal reward, and uh, look at me, nothing happened, so. So, so of course, God knew that that wasn't going to, wasn't going to work out, so he has kind of put, put that on the back burner, although later, after Jesus comes back, um, after the tribulation, and he comes back and establishes his new kingdom, <laughs> he, uh, he laid out that in Ezekiel 36, 26, and 27, which I'll read that, you don't have to look it up. Uh, 
A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. Again, God knew that man left to his own devices is never going never gonna to do what God wants. And so he's going to, again, uh, give them that heart transplant, and it's all going to be written in their heart and in their brains, and they're going to do it, not just read it and give lip service to the law. And then also referring to that, in Hebrews 10.1, God said that the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very images of these things. So again, the law, when it was initially laid out, was to be a foreshadowing of the future when things were going to be done correctly. Mankind was not just going to give lip service, sort of obey the law, but still you had to, you always had to correct yourself because no person could ever get through all the regulations without uh, misstepping. And then also in Hebrews 10, verse 16, Again, this refers to after the tribulation. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. So again, when God does the heart transplant, puts the laws into their hearts and minds, they'll now follow them. They won't just sort of follow them, which humans often do. So, And of course for us now, um, Christ came to earth to try to get uh, the Jews to follow into the kingdom, and of course they rejected him. So after Christ's death, the rejection by Israel of the Messiah, and then the stoning of Stephen in the Acts. Um, God set Israel aside, and he raised up a new apostle for the church, the body of Christ, who we represent today. Saul, who became Paul, now preached the gospel of grace, grace being unmerited favor. And of course, Bible reminds mankind that our righteousness is as filthy rags, which it says in Isaiah, that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God in Romans 3. And so now the Apostle Paul has given us all new orders, the one that comes to mind is a Ephesians 2.8 For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God 
not of works, lest any man should boast. So again, grace, grace has overridden everything else. The law fell in under the works because if you, if you messed up something, you had to do something in order to counteract your, your sin. You had to give an offering. You had to go to the tabernacle and be certified by the priest that you had done whatever God asked of you for your particular violation. And so some of the things that he, he touches on about the law would be Romans 3, 20 to 25. And some of you folks have heard this earlier today, but we'll just touch it again. Okay, Romans 3, 20 through 25. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Again, the law was not to, before I go on, the law was not to tell you how to be right, but what you were doing wrong. You, as you did things in your life, the law said, well, this is not right, this is sin. And if you didn't have the law, you wouldn't know that. So that's why you can't be justified by the law because all it does is point out what you're doing wrong. Again, relating to our lives, if, if there's no speed limit sign out here on the road, you just kind of drive whatever because, well, there's no law here that says, so I go what I do, but that's, that's obviously not how to do it, so. Okay, so continue on 21, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Let's see. Whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So again, Christ has paid all the, all the costs for all the sins of all time. You don't have to go sacrifice turtle doves or lambs anymore. God's blood, or Jesus' blood, has covered all that and taken care of everything. And you gain that by just your faith in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Again, different message. Israel had to believe he was the Messiah. We have to believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. Again, we've all heard that before, but it never hurts to reemphasize it. Romans 4, 13 through 16. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Uh, Again, that's, 
that's not saying that um, just because you're an Israelite and you have the law that you're you're guaranteed this promise you're supposed to be having faith which was pointed out in uh, I forget now one of the Old Testament books but anyway Israelites often thought I have the law I am an Israelite I'm pretty well covered and they said no you've got to have faith you've got to be honest and deal with God on a one-to-one -one basis you can't just rest on your laurels for example me um, I went to college 40 years ago and you know that that in the great scheme of things almost carries no weight anymore because that's 40 year ago material that I learned it's all out of date it doesn't mean anything all I can say is well yeah I went to college Ooh, you know it's uh, but you have to you have to continue your your walk with God and and continue your growth keep reading keep studying okay and we continuing on in 14 for if they which are of the law be heirs faith is made void and the promise made none effect so again they're also stating just because you're under the law you're an Israelite that still doesn't save you or carry you to heaven you still got to combine the faith with it in 15 because the law worketh wrath for where no law is there is no transgression therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed not to that only which is of the law but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham who is the father of us all so again they're saying that grace extends to everybody it's not just the Israelites not just the the law uh, followers but to all of us that uh, bow down in faith And we'll turn to Galatians 2. Galatians 2, 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith in Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. So, again, that states very clearly, the law, the law is not going to help you 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 need to just go with grace with faith and believe the again the simple message Christ died was buried resurrected uh, also in Galatians 3 
11 through 13. Galatians 3, 11 through 13. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. And then I'll just do 14 also. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Okay. And obviously that blessing of Abraham is not talking about uh, living in the promised land, living in the land of milk and honey. We just have the blessing of knowing God through Jesus Christ, again, through the grace that he showers upon us. Okay. Um, just because the law is of no effect doesn't mean that we're to totally ignore it either. We are to now live a Christ-like life, and part of living a Christ-like life, Christ life, life, sorry, is that we are to still do certain things that God would like us to do or not to do. Again, you, you, can't, you can't really be a believer who's saved and yet go out and rob and murder and everything and think, well, uh, I'm saved, it'll all be well and good, because obviously you're not you have to question whether you're truly saved if you're still living that kind of life. So, and again, your conscience should also work in conjunction with that, with your Christian studying, your following, that you should know what is right and wrong, not, you know, sometimes you may step across the line. Well. I, I did, as Paul says, I, what I want to do, I don't always do, but what I shouldn't do, that sometimes I do, you know, and we all, we all do that sometimes. You try not to do it, but, and, and we'll always refer back to Burl saying, what is that? I'm not sinless, but I try to sin less. So as long as you can keep, keep progressing, get better, Listen more to what God says through his messages in your study. It definitely helps. So, again, we, bless you, we definitely have a be better system now. We don't have to follow 613 or whatever it is, guidelines. We don't have to make all these animal sacrifices. We just, uh, we're forgiven. We just need to continue to pray, study. If you should be doing good works because you're saved, not just because I have to, because that's what the uh, the con uh, the law says. 
you know, well, if you do this, you have to do this to counteract it, and you have to give money and to the, the tithe to the temple, and you have to do this and this and this. You want to do all these things because you're a cheerful giver. So there's a lot of there's a lot of difference. We still we still do a lot of the same things, but now it's it's because we want to please Christ, not because we have to do these things that they're laid out in the in the commandments. So again, definitely a better system. Um, we'll stay under this until such time as. Um, the rapture, uh, the, the tribulation, and then when Christ comes back, he'll reestablish his system, although, again, it will be, it'll be law, but it'll be better because everybody will do it naturally. He won't have to force people to do it. They won't have to stone people anymore because everybody will do good. And so... I'm afraid that's about it for the lesson. Very, very short and so. Thank you. Anybody have any thoughts, comments that they'd like to share about anything? According to Brett, that will apply to the Israelites after the resurrection. We will already go up. Yes. So, you know, that only applies to the Jewish people at that time. We're already, as soon as we die, after the res- resurrection or before it starts, we go up. Yes. Now, I guess if there will be any Gentiles left, although it sounds like they'll be fairly weeded out, but yeah. there will be a couple. They they will probably follow the same system also. But again, that's most of the most of these law-based things are directed towards Israel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so if you... That's right. All right, thank you very much. All right, did you turn that? Oh, do I want to do the prayer on recording? Okay. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for this message. Thank you that we all gathered together. Give us all safe travels as we go out today. Again, give Brent and Sandra traveling mercies. Just keep us all strong in the faith as we go through the week. Help everybody on our prayer list that they get what you know they need. Just continue to help Israel get through their difficulties. And hopefully it's resolved with minimal loss of life. But again, these things are in your hands you have to let them play out as you see fit so thank you for everything in jesus name amen